2: Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual
0: Textual healing. healing. So it's 420! It's actually 420. We're releasing this episode a day early than we normally do to honor 420. Is that right? Is 420 Wednesday? Yes. 420 is Wednesday, the day that you are listening to this. I we are recording this in the future, and I just had a moment of um irritating brain syndrome.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You (laughs) also Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Go ahead, Brent. (laughs) i was well, just gonna say you have yeah. something to make fun of and i, I need to hear
3: well, it. well no it, and and it's nothing to make fun of alan i'm not gonna call you boring i'm not gonna call you learned <laughs> it's just your mic froze for a minute so oh, I, it I was like a okay. second behind but you know okay. what you know zoom zoom's so good about it always catches you up it always catches <laughs> you up <laughs> i unlike, uh-huh. unlike google meets which i have been working with a group of people who will yeah. only use google meets and google meets is a goddamn disaster. Yeah, I and agree. And the audio cuts out, and then they just don't give it to you again. Yeah, yeah, Like Zoom, you know, when the audio cuts out on Zoom, it'll give you like the audio, but kind of fast for like yeah. a minute, so you get caught up. Google Meets fucking sucks. It's this so feels annoying. like a situation
0: to get sponsored by Zoom, which... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> It'd be great. I, don't I think, think they need it right now. I, I think they've people... had a bad two years. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if... if- I want no. That's, no, 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 no I wonder. Oh, I was if, like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's joke. I Sorry. wonder if people w- listening are surprised that we're not recording in person.
3: No. You know that actually comes up uh, when I'm walking down the street and, I'm get, and I get, you know, people are usually sound, <laughs> shouting from, from cars, <laughs> pulling me over, saying, "I need to ask you about the podcast." I always have, obviously, uh, I have a security guard with me now. Um, yeah. Of course. But people are always like, "You guys record in person, right?" You have I'm a like, security no. guard to
0: go into Seven Eleven to buy a ninety-nine cent <laughs> <laughs> stick.
3: As Elliot Elliot always makes some fun of my neighborhood, saying that uh, you know you leave my building and someone is actually taking a shit onto it, which which happened <laughs> I just to me it. recently. I was <laughs> well, leaving I my building <laughs> and a guy was shitting onto my building.
2: <laughs> oh, that's like how my dog shits onto trees sometimes. Yeah, um, but I always say that you're you're you always you know crow about downtown and it makes me laugh because it's like I think once yeah once recently you said like D- Downtown LA, the best neighborhood in in like Los Angeles, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that that's the neighborhood that the Beach Boys wrote about. DTLA, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Skid Row, the scariest place. Yeah, on I am not in Skid Row. Oh, <laughs> a, a actually,
0: lovely for, part. You're yeah. very far from it. You're actually not yes. very close to it. Um, but no. So today it is 4:20, and yes. because we are sponsored by Delicious Can, the which
3: Delicious Can, which we delicious. all love and we love sips sips.
0: Sip, ching ching ching, love it so much. <laughs> it's so delicious. Can't get enough of mm-hmm. it. But, so this entire episode today is about cannabis-related stuff because uh, we love cans so so we just much. Love cans, yum! So it's the yum. perfect social tonic. Two milligrams of CBD, four
3: milligrams. Uh, no, two, two milligrams of THC, four milligrams of CBD. What more could you want?
2: Nothing. And I was with a friend recently who um, h- had the like to go packets, which I didn't. Even, I don't even remember that they, like, they existed. They to go packets. Yeah. Yes, like crystal light almost, basically. Right, like, like crystal light.
3: Allen's right up your alley.
0: It I was like crystal- amazing. Man. Yeah, oh, she was no. she was she loves them,
2: she swears by them, and she's a mom, so that's um, important. Oh, that's I'm good gonna to officially
0: know. send this audio to Can to request some of that because yeah. i really Hell like yeah. to try some of that. I love yeah. anything that you can pour into a water situation. It's uh, true, it's uh, true. But, so speaking of, of delicious, well, beverages, actually, not these this beverage is not delicious, the one I'm about to bring up. That mm-hmm. Brent and I have had fights about this, mm-hmm. but Pepsi <laughs> is launching. A yes, a hemp seed infused energy drink aimed at helping people relax. I think I know in America, I feel like there is a polar like politics are are, are very polar. So many things are polar. But one thing that has been polar even before the polarization of the current political atmosphere is the debate over Pepsi or Coke. I firmly am in the camp that Pepsi is bullshit. I will stick with my, my mm-hmm. can, you know, nice little cannabis drink and not yeah. buy into that Pepsi bullshit. Once yeah. Coke, market, market, yeah. I would, I would question my loyalty because I want to stay with can, but I also love Coke. So I don't know what I would do there. Thank God I don't, have, I'm not there yet. The,
3: yeah. Thank, thank God we don't have to cross that bridge. So, yeah. all right, look, everyone who knows me knows I absolutely love soda in every form. I, I, of course, have to tip my hat to Coke for creating what period. is perhaps the most, yeah, important beverage in the history of mankind. Yes. That said, I like Pepsi. I think for it's really good. Bullshit. I like, I like, I like, it's a little bit more vanilla-y, vanilla it's a little sweeter, oh. and I enjoy it very much. What do you think, Elliot?
2: I prefer Coke. I I think Pepsi's okay. It's a, you know, if the waitress or waiter is like, we only have Pepsi, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to put it on them, but I'm like, yeah, I guess so. But I think Coke is far superior, but also I drink Diet Coke, you know, like, like a, like a Long Island. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I started
3: drinking drinking Diet Coke. Yeah.
2: And it's it's, it's great. I think, see, I think I prefer Diet Coke to Coke and Coke and Coke Zero but every now and then I will, I actually re- will never forget. I had lunch with RuPaul one time oh, right. <laughs> and RuPaul right. was like, I'll have, he was, you know, he just, he eats quite healthfully, but he was like, I will have a Mexican Coke. I'm allowing myself this. And I was like, what is so great about Mexican Coke? And he was like, Oh, oh, you don't even understand. Yeah. And now I, I realize that, like, especially being in LA, it's like, oh, Mexican Coke is they a use really delicious sugar-y. syrupy, sugary drink that does taste pretty re- remarkable.
0: There is something yeah. delicious about a Mexican Coke. I love a Mexican Coke. It is like... And the bottle. It's the bottles. Yeah, it has to come from a bottle. It's so refreshing, so delicious. It's just...
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, but, but I, so is a regular I, I, Coke. So is a regular can of Coke. See, oh, but I, I will honestly so say delightful. that... To me, there's a huge difference between um a, a, a bo- like a liter, a bottle, and a, ca- a can, and gla- like glass. Oh yeah, aluminum and gla- like the little the little Diet Coke bottles are great. The cans are the, are like perfect, and yeah. then like a liter, it's not the same. No, thing. the plastic me. two the pl- liter. I don't like the plastic, plastic as much. Yeah, that's yeah. just like that reminds me of every single like grade
0: school party I didn't get invited to. Yeah, see them <laughs> setting out the two liter fo sodas. <laughs> So fuck the two-liter soda, but I I think it had um, to me. I the best way to drink a soda, the absolute best way in America to drink a soda is to get a a big glass of like the ice from, and then you get the fountain soda. Oh, oh yes, God. Sure, correct. Soda at Seven Eleven makes me so fucking I hard. <laughs> I, I get I get I get such a fucking boner from. Like, I was waiting to see if getting, you were
2: gonna say happy. Or horny, but hard. I didn't see hard. Yeah. yeah. It. Hard. I was thinking maybe moist. <laughs> I get yeah.
0: hard from pouring that soda into that big gulp, taking that big old straw, punching it into the top and then taking that sip as I walk out, eating my Slim Jim. It is
3: so good. <laughs> now, what's your what's your take on like a Mountain Dew, a Dr. Pepper, a root beer, sort of the deeper. Cut, I love not, a root you know, beer
0: and a Coca-Cola a freestyle machine. Beer. A Coca-Cola freestyle machine also gets me hard. Wow. Yeah. Those machines are are just. I want one in my apartment. It would be bad, but I want one. But at the freestyle machines, what I do oftentimes at the movie theaters, I will start with a diet root beer before the movie. Like I'll have it at the drink it during the movie. Then when I'm leaving the film on the way home, I will refill at the freestyle machine for like a Coke Zero Cherry for the way home. Uh Okay. Yeah,
2: Coke. Coke, The cherry is important. That's, that's the best. I once, uh, I uh,
3: once went to the Coca-Cola store in Las Vegas with a a friend. Yeah. (laughs) And we did, you know, I I don't know if everyone knows this, but you you can get a flight of different sodas from around the world that Coke at one point, presumably had owned different Mm. soda companies. Yeah. And you can get like 16 of them and it's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Most of them are (laughs) horrible. Yeah. Uh, there was one, there was one from like China. It was like supposedly a plum soda, but it tastes like barbecue oh, yeah. sauce. I've had
2: that. I've I had that.
3: hated it. Not good. It was so wait, 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 bad. wait, wait,
2: wait, you hated it. But do you like, doc- don't you like Dr. Pepper?
3: Yeah. So Elliot has always maintained that Dr. Pepper is plum related, is Not. plum flavored. Not. Uh, and God love you, Elliot. I just don't, I just don't taste it. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't oh. taste that. I, don't, <laughs> I
2: do, I, I do unless, I made, unless I was misinformed. I will say that, no, I don't believe it's plum. Uh, I could be wrong, hmm. but I don't know what Dr. Pepper is. Brent, you want to look that up real quick while I make I'm it looking pepper. it up right now. It yeah, Ellie, like, you look it up. Doctor, Dr. Pepper is not made of prune juice, nor does it have any part prune juice in it. It's a made of a blend of fruit extracts. Amazing. Uh, so there you go. I it's will say not that Dr. Pepper... Dr. Pepper. Now, there's if there is
0: one soda that could come from my heart in a in the way that Coke has my heart, it is Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is delicious, delicious, absolutely delicious. delicious. It's a sophisticated soda, but it's for every person. It's for the regular American. It is, and the diet Dr. Pepper (laughs) is just as delicious. It's better. It's more delicious than Diet Coke. But the diet, the the Dr. Pepper Zero is. So very it, good. mind am
3: get back to the, to, to get back to the Pepsi though. It shocks me that Pepsi is delving into this
2: category. Oh, why? And Even after crystal Pepsi. Yeah, Right. <laughs> uh,
3: that was a, like, risk. Like,
2: this is like, a risk. What, too. what
3: did the, what did the article say, Alan? Like, is it, is it like, uh, is, is there, there's no THC in it, right?
0: No, it's hemp. And so there's, it's like, oh, like hemp, what right. hemp is, which is gets you, it gets you more sort of like a, Like kind of like what a a melatonin would do, you know what I mean? It's like a natural relaxation, but it is a part of, I guess, that cannabis-related products in that it does have sort of you know that effect on you. Um,
2: But But to bear in mind that it's it's not it's not Pepsi, it's Pepsi Co, and it's in their Rockstar energy drinks.
0: But but Pepsi Co owns. So, right right yeah, i was yeah, thinking
2: yeah. pepsi but it is it's yeah. really the rock star but it still has like now. a pepsi like type logo
0: on it right like it still has no
2: it's a different thing oh you're right rock yeah, star, yeah, rock rock star yeah
0: star i think
3: is a little different also, well quite star frankly pepsi no. no offense i'm not interested uh i'm spoken <laughs> either for, way i'm spoken for can has filled the void in my life
0: no no, I no, I no, no 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 no
3: Not even joking. So, um, well, first of all, I wanted to warn you guys, uh, There is there has been a moth in my apartment for the last day, um, and I am terrified of it. Why? Right. <laughs> and I, I, they move, they fly too fucking fast. They it do. just creeps mm-hmm. me out. And, I mean, I've literally, every time it shows up, it's like, it'll be silent for like 12 hours, and then all of a sudden, it will fly like around my head. Yeah. F- intensely for like 10 minutes, and I... So if you hear me screaming at any, at any point, it's because I have my fly swatter your, next to me.
0: I so can't. You have a, the fact that you have a fly swatter is funny to me. Yeah, uh, Frasier loves when a moth makes its way into the apartment and it just becomes a big game for my cat, which yeah. I enjoy watching. So I I, I
3: I just I bugs creep me out. They're they're just they're tiny dinosaurs, they're huge, like they're they're tiny, they're like tiny terrifying things.
0: Dinosaurs, that they are so astute and so funny. <laughs> like, yeah, they're <laughs> really scary. Me, that's what blew me away with Jurassic Park, and also that there were seven people running a park for with dinosaurs um yeah. but that that like that bugs are essentially like yeah maybe dinosaurs yeah birds yeah. too yeah birds and, too.
3: And, and lobsters are big bugs in the ocean and yet we eat them all the time yeah. and but I, w- I wouldn't eat a bug
2: i'm not a fan of lobster is not weird oh wow me either i'm not either i don't yeah, care for I
0: mean, it I i i prefer crab i like a crab but Ugh. lobster we go to this crab <laughs> Bake sort of place it's like a Cajun crab thing but it's in Koreatown it's all ran by like It's a big thing in Koreatown and I get the I got the lobster ones, and I was like, "This is if this is that if there's this much work into eating, it's not worth it." Yeah,
3: Elliot, Elliot has definitely had uh, crabs a lot. Um,
0: oh God! So,
3: <laughs> so I, I we wanted to give a little bit of a preamble to our guest this this week. We are joined by a wonderful um, entrepreneur who is opening up. A dis an LGBT owned dispensary in downtown Los Angeles, and we will have a discussion with him in just a moment. That also uh, caters to the LGBT community, it also caters to the LGBT community. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and Andres Regal was uh delightful enough to join us. Now, he's a very busy man and he is opening this store very soon. It's literally going to be open within a couple weeks, so he was not able to get in a as quiet a place as you, as all of our uh, uh, starving artist friends or, or or whatever who are able to join us, he was literally amidst uh, some he was in the store. furniture assembly the store, and yeah. construction projects. So some the audio is at times a little a little distracting. So we just wanted to give a, a disclaimer that this is not. Uh, but but, but push through
0: it as you listen, because I mean, it's not horrible. It's, trust me, you've definitely heard worse audio. You've gotten calls right. from your mother before, um, but <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> but definitely listen to it because the things that Andres was saying was so on point and so, so sort of exactly what's needed for the LGBT community right now, I think,
2: in sort of reclaiming
0: yeah. Our place within the cannabis movement in a lot of yeah. ways. And I think, there is
2: yeah. one. And he, he really, I mean, he enlightened us to a lot of a lot of things. I mean, I certainly didn't know uh, half of the stuff he was referencing was really interesting. So it's and, definitely I mean, worth listening and to.
0: Previously, if you want to go back to a uh, past episode of, of You're Making It Worse and listen to our chat with Paul Scott, which yes. happened a while back. But he was. Literally the the forefather yeah, of, he was great. of cannabis getting legalized in 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 California. San Francisco, yeah. right? It was yeah. such a fantastic chat. I really scroll yes. down and listen to that chat with Paul Scott because it's a it's also a wonderful it's chat fascinating. after you listen to the Andres chat as well. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um e- Elliot uh d- did you smoke any ganja as Elliot always
2: says he smokes the ganja did you
3: smoke any ganja this weekend <laughs> <He> smoking
2: through <laughs> your mouth <nothing else>, Elliot <laughs> not this weekend <laughs> not not this weekend no <laughs> don't you don't, wait, you don't you don't smoke weed do you I smoke. I mean, I only like to use pens, um, and oh, right. I don't. I don't like joints, and and I don't and, either. Yeah, yeah, I don't want. I don't like yeah. that. I'd, I'd prefer. Although there is
0: something super sexy about like taking the
2: weed and putting it in a little paper and then rolling. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's something or, ornate about I, it. That's like, yeah. yeah. So I agree. It's like kind of, It is kind of sexy. Th- but
3: what, to to this day. Whenever I look at a pack of cigarettes, I'm like, oh, they're beautiful.
2: Oh, my God. I miss
0: smoking I'm like obsessed every with... single day of my you life. You still miss it. There is not a <laughs> moment where I look at a patio or an outdoor eating place and I just don't fucking wow. really light up. I love to smoke. I'm so glad I don't smoke anymore. But oh, God, it was the coolest thing I've ever done. How it's much you have ever done.
3: How many cigarettes did you smoke a day when you were you when you were a smoker?
0: I was a pack a day. Oh wow. That's
2: yeah, a lot. Yeah.
0: I smoked that's a pack sick. a day for about 10 years from when I was like, wow. well, I would say eight years. From when I was like 18 to 28. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow.
2: Wow. That's a yeah, lot. That,
3: that's a that's a that's a robust amount. Now I all of a sudden I'm like, Alan's really cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he
3: went no, I from being it. a
0: massive oh, dork to so cool. <laughs> I loved smoking. It was so great. It was just I'm gonna I'm gonna be on my deathbed and be like. When I, I wish i'd smoke more <laughs> I wish I smoked more, but this is i don't advocate for people to smoke but me i want to smoke every day of my life. Every what
3: day. if what if you become like oh my god what if like marlboro gets like approval to do commercials again and alan becomes like the new marlboro man <laughs> instead of a cowboy it's like it's it's like this like a feat gay man in los angeles who's just like look Smoking's the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. Trust me. I did.
2: Mate. I did smoke.
0: I smoked marble lights for a long time. I started with Camel, and then I sure. went to Marble, and then I went to um, uh, the oh god, the, the the blue ones with the long stems. I forget. And then I ended. My last cigarettes was like the hardcore ones, which was Pall Mall Reds, where they oh. they were they had wow. hints. It was basically what old men who are about to die and they just don't care about their lungs anymore, they just smoke the Paul Malls that oh, was me. wow. That was me in the last few years in New York and it was amazing.
3: What made what made you give it up?
0: Um my health. I wanted, yeah. I, I, you know, I wanted to, to lose weight at that time. I was on a weight loss journey doing things and not the safest of ways. Um, You and, look
3: perfect. Just the way you are. Oh, You're beautiful. You. But
0: all of my weight loss has over the years has never been healthy. And so I, sure. I was, I gave up smoking in order to lose weight and be healthier, which, it, you know, it worked. I got really skinny, but, uh, but I, <laughs> i I still want to smoke i would (laughs) just i ever i just want to smoke all the time it's just yes
3: yeah uh maybe for your birthday i'll buy you a pack Um, No, don't do it please don't do uh, it uh, anyway everyone please enjoy uh our discussion we were delighted to be joined this week with by andres regal
0: we are here today with someone so fantastic, Andres Regal from Green Queen, which, I mean, is a new dispensary right by Brints Place, which or it's going to be a new dispensary right by Brent's Place. That's
3: right.
1: Hello, how are you? Good, oh, good. You? We're, so,
3: we're so excited to talk to you because I, I heard about your dispensary uh, coming to downtown Los Angeles, less than half a mile from my apartment. I can't wait to drop by and support, but also it's... I mean, you know, it's not every day that you hear about an LGBTQ-owned dispensary in anywhere. So tell us about that. How's the process been for you?
1: Um, Well, I've been working on it for about three years um, from basically seed to where we are right now, seed being like the idea and the opportunity. Um, And it's been quite a journey. Um, We got through the whole process of like, filing our applications and whatnot and then um, the long and short of it is like you right when we got our property covid hit
2: yeah Um, literally we we,
1: we signed our lease for our amazing beautiful property in south park um and then literally like three weeks later covid hit and the entire world shut down um so so it's been it's been a journey Mm -hmm. and it's probably been the hardest thing i've ever done um and it's been blood, sweat, and tears, and screaming and thinking I couldn't make it, and yeah. all, of, all of the things. But, you know, it, it, since it's been so hard, it really makes me appreciate it, you mm-hmm. know, even that much more. Of course. Um, you know, if it was just easy and given to me, I, I mean, I, it would always mean something to me. But I just think at this point, you know, getting here where we are right now on this podcast, you know, me staring mm-hmm. at, my dispensary that's going to open in a couple of weeks yeah. it really is just so surreal. It, it, it's, so it, me. it's an,
3: it's a really interesting thing because I feel like I have a certain amount of, uh, you know, motivation and aggression to pursue my interests. Um, and yet with that said, there's no part of my brain that is capable of being an entrepreneur. Like even <laughs> when I, every once in a while I come up with a decent idea uh god i actually i had a good one recently what was it um i think it <laughs> no, weed, was a weed dispensary no, no, yeah, an lgbtq no, owned i weed just want to throw this out there i had an idea recently for an invention which was a nail clipper that has a, a hood of plastic that catches your nail for you <laughs> so it doesn't oh, wow. fly off anyway oh, um, because, because you want to save your nail clippers, right right because i don't want them to fly off in the bathroom but yeah, that said it. It's just a part of, uh, it, it's, I'm just, it's so foreign to me. Have you opened a business before or did it just kind of, did it, you know, this did is it the stumble first, into it?
1: This is the first like actual brick and mortar that I've ever opened. Yeah. Um, and it's funny you say that because the thing is that I don't think I ever would have made it had it. I've been had I just been doing it for me. Like if mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, I want to open a dispensary. Like it was so hard and so impossible that like, I'm afraid I might've given up a long time ago, especially mm-hmm. with the circumstances of COVID and not. But the thing is, is that this project has always been bigger than me. Yeah.
2: You know, it's
1: always been about the community and, and, uh, creating a safe space for my community, a community to where, I mean, a space where I can, you know, help marginalized brands get into an industry where, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of LGBTQ people. And I, my background's in nightlife. Um, I've been working in nightlife for about almost 20 years. Oh, wow. and, um, I do really big uh, LGBT parties around the city. And, yeah. you know, all of my spaces are very intentional. And I use them as, as uh, stages in the metaphorically and literally to, for people to, you know, come into these spaces and present themselves and, and, and hopefully springboard into, into bigger and better things. And so with yeah. Green, Green Queen, I wanted to also create a space where marginalized brands and LGBT brands, BIPOC brands, and female brands can come into our space and break into an industry that is so impossible to break into. Yeah, a, An industry run by cis white males, majority can struggle to, to represent queer people authentically other than showing up for a couple of weeks during Pride Month, which I think is great. Uh, yeah. Right
3: I, I was I was going to throw out yeah. that like I know I've read some articles that talk about how you know, mo- entering sort of the the cannabis legalization movement, which has been so swift. Um, it, nonetheless, I think there was a lot of altruism or optimism that that there was going to be sort of a different type of ownership for these dispensaries and for the businesses and for the growers and all these things. But, you know, as is often the case in in this country and probably everywhere else, for that matter, sort of the dominant force, you know, cis white men have sort of dominated the, the business so far. And so I, I'm uh, always it's heartened a, and encouraged to hear people who are trying to create other avenues. Go ahead.
1: And, and it's ironic too, because uh, the legal cannabis industry as we know it today was founded by queer people. Yeah. Because of- Was it really? Crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know this. In fact, I didn't even know this until I got into cannabis, uh, is that the first legal dispensary was founded by Dennis Corone in 1994 to help uh, gay people suffering with HIV mm-hmm. and uh, AZT, which was a very poisonous drug mm. to, help, to, to help people deal with HIV. So mm-hmm. the first legal dispensary was founded for queer people by queer people. Yeah. And then the legal industry, as we know it from there, grew from that point. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, you know, we lost our place in cannabis, an industry that we founded, Mm-hmm. um and we also lost our history in canada so that's another really important important point for me to to continue telling the story you know and passing the knowledge down and, and i don't even want to say we're the first we're not you know because that's are with the first but it's like i'm not coming into this saying like we're creating it like i'm more saying we're yeah. reclaiming it you know yeah. yeah
0: and we i mean we previously had on the podcast paul scott who was sort of the uh, a leading activist LGBTQ activist who sort of was, was a part of legalization of, of cannabis in in California and uh, it's it's kind of incredible the connections that the LGBTq community has to cannabis but yet also so much of the community are the ones who are uh, you know police enforcement against cannabis back in the day and and you know trans women people of color were were incarcerated because of cannabis and, and it's it's kind of wild where we've come, and having a place like Green Queen, I think, is a really good spot for community efforts to sort of come back and bring sort of the LGBTQ component to of cannabis back to to uh, the community. And that's something I wanted to ask you. Like, how in, in part of sort of your founding statement is giving back to the community and sort of giving back to the LGBTQ community? I wanted to know what ways like Green Queen will be doing that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like, like I said before, touching on like dispensaries coming in and just supporting us you know during pride month and whatnot or or even like you know coming out some rainbow pre-rolls or coming off a billboard with some drag queens on it and i think the representation is really amazing and i i love to see it but i'm kind of like how is that really helping our community you know like where are the wheels touching the ground so Mm -hmm. i wanted to so the fundamental part of green queen was you know a lot of dispensaries a lot of people in cannabis show up for queer people during Pride Month, like I said earlier. You know, they'll, they'll have rainbow pre-rolls, they'll slap a rainbow leaf on their window. Mm-hmm. They'll have a, you know, ads with, with drag queens and whatnot, but it, and I think the representation's great and, I'm, and I love to see it. But I, for me, it's just like, how is that really helping our community? And how, where do the wheels touch the ground? So with Green Queen, the cornerstone and really fundamental part of what I wanted to create is use cannabis as a vehicle for change in a vehicle to move our, our community forward. So we're going to be giving 10% back mm. to the queer community of our profits to mm. build a community center in downtown LA oh, and wow. then, and then fund it in perpetuity. And it'll be a center, you know, focused for homeless youth and testing and education and really just creating foundational change and using cannabis to do that. Because the thing is, is that, the only reason that I'm able to be here today with this opportunity or even like live out loud as a queer person mm-hmm. is because of the foundations and sacrifices that queer people made before me, you
2: mm-hmm. know, like
1: whether it's marching the streets against Prop eight for queer marriage or, yeah. or, you know, the AIDS crisis or whatnot. It's just that the only way we push the needle forward is if we do it, you know, like everybody, whether you're, you're doing something gigantic or small, you know, we always have to to kind of like create that foundation so the next generation has something to walk on and move forward. So Green Queen is just very like, I just really wanted to actually do something, you know foundational with what we're doing. And each green queen we open, this is our flagship and our first. And we plan to open a green queen in every neighborhood across the nation. Oh, um, yeah and so each green queen will give a percentage of its profits back to the local queer community mm-hmm. um because i think it's just you know i think it's great to donate to a faraway charity but i think it's a, for me it's just like i love to see the money cross the street yeah you know i, yeah. I, I want to see i want to see it you know
2: like i want to see you want to see it in action
1: exactly like a local community thing you know you know if you come by an ace here that it's going to a community center yeah. that you can see right there. Mm-hmm.
3: So let, let, uh, b- before we wrap, let, let me ask you like, so what is your relationship with weed in general? Have you always loved it? It's like, has it always been a big part of your life? Or do you just see this as sort of like a great opening to, to help and connect with the community?
1: Um, you know, I have kind of like the same story of weed with a lot of people, you know, I smoked yeah. it a lot when I was younger in college. Yeah. And um, as I got busier in life, um, I smoked it a little bit less. And I, I partake a little bit these days. I love drinkables and like low THC stuff. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just like I love the whole low THC like can and Drew Martin and all this stuff because yeah, it's just like um, if I get off work. I don't want to get like obliterated. But yeah. Like, it's just like it's like having a glass of wine. You know what I mean? Like I can just do a little bit and still uh, operate the next day because these days I'm so crazy and I have to be operating at a hundred percent. Yeah. But um. But yeah, and also I for me, it's just, I, I just saw this as an opportunity um, that came across my desk. And for me, I looked at the industry and I just didn't see myself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't see myself for queer people in it. And I just yeah. like I find it my responsibility, if I have this opportunity, to to do something cool and interesting and, yeah. and to within within cannabis.
3: Well, that's Andres. We are so you know glad to hear this, and and we're just proud of you for doing for you know uh, undertaking this endeavor. Where can people find your store, and when
1: will it be open? So we're going to be opening in the next probably two weeks. Um, we are full speed ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking a soft opening on 423. It really just depends on how all the pieces come together. Um, yeah. But it looks like um, hopefully in the next couple weeks but if people can um check us out on instagram at shop green queen um okay. or, or our website uh thegreenqueen.com yeah and our address is ten fifty one south broadway and that is um right across the street from the hoxton improper hotel and a block from the ace so it's yeah. kind of like broad- broadway and olympic
0: yeah
3: south Park. which is which is one of such a cool like nook of downtown so um, 1051 south broadway you can, uh, it's called Green Queen.
0: And- yeah. And also, people yes, who yes, don't right. live in Los Angeles, I mean, there's still ways you should definitely follow Green Queen because, as right. Andre said, that it's going to be coming to every neighborhood across the US, hopefully. Right. So, right. Support, right. support Green Queen and support- then.
3: Support Green Queen. Might come to your city. Giving 10% yeah. back to the community. Andres Regal, yeah. thank you so much for joining us.
1: Of course. And it's queen with a W.
3: That's right. Thank queen you. with but But yes, queen with a W. That's correct. Green Queen as with a W. Yes. As, as we'll, in yes.
0: And we'll, we'll have the link right. and everything in our yes, Instagram yes, and show notes yeah. and everything. Right. Well,
1: I really appreciate you guys for taking the time to find out a little bit about what we're doing here. And um, Happy if you yeah, oh, for sure. And, and you're my neighbor, so you should come down and check us out. You
3: I sure absolutely will, will Andres. R- I, 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 will, the neighborhood. I will be there. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I will, except I don't talk to my neighbors. But outside of that, yes, I will absolutely be, <laughs> be dropping by and supporting. It was great to meet you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Andres. You too. Thanks so much. And another thing.
2: Well, of course, when you smoke marijuana uh, directly, uh, whether it's sativa or indica or a hybrid, uh, there are always fun names of strains. Um, famous ones that come to mind include Pineapple Express. And that's I, the Blue, only one I can think of. I
3: remember what Blue, Blue, Crush Dream, or something. Blue Dream was like when I lived in Brooklyn, and my roommate would order weed, you know, before yeah. it was legal. And I would always, and I'm not kidding. I would always hide in my room because I thought he was going to be murdered. <laughs> so I was always wow. hiding, uh, but he would always buy Blue Dream, which had like a picture of Obama on it. Yeah. Obviously, this was during the glory years of Barack Obama as president uh, before we entered this enduring nightmare <laughs> that we're in now. Um, that said, uh, Blue Dream was one of them, right? that That's a, yeah. is that a strain or just like a, or just. Oh, a, I think
0: it's a strain. Yeah, it's
3: a strain, right?
0: Right. Yeah. And um, then our friend, I, I texted her about this because I wasn't sure I was speaking correctly when I said that she was named after a strain. But yeah, who? she named Alaska, Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, yes. Named yes. After a strain called Alaska Thunderfuck or Alaskan Thunderfuck, probably. Um, yes, I saw and, that.
2: I looked that up and I was. So wait, so sh- that was named after her, right? No, she named after that. Oh, got it. Okay, because I was like, they didn't credit Alaska.
0: (laughs) No, it's no. (laughs) She needs to credit that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she's named after that, and she she texted me confirming that.
2: So I'm glad. Okay.
0: That's confirmed. Yeah. Well,
2: we came up with our own um our own strain names to represent each of. Ourselves, yeah. Um, and I can start with mine. My strain would be called Life on Marzipan, as I love love dessert, and I always imagine. You know, I'm always of course. (laughs) <laughs> in the strains that are like you know cake and pie and cookie there's there's even like a store oh here God. in my like Fairfax district called like cookies yeah I don't know if it's sneakers or actual cookies or and I <laughs> and, it's, and it's like annoying but it also is like hey if that's a if that's a straight yeah cookies. I love
0: how your strain of weed sounds like something that would come from a Nora Ephron film in a life <laughs> yeah. on it, it sounds in like Marzipan. something that, that like Meryl Streep would get named after her. And it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, I, now, true.
3: The, the listeners aren't aware of this, but I've started playing a game with Elliot. Maybe every week at one point in the week, uh, I've teased Elliot for the way he eats. I've never known anyone who <laughs> only exclusively cares about desserts and everything. Everything savory is like meh. And I will now once a week ask him what he had for dinner and the answer is always literally. I'll like text him at like six o'clock. He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna have."
2: Yeah. And
3: and then, and then we find out he had like
2: a handful of walnuts and some. Well, I don't, yeah. Over. I mean, I don't even eat until like nine usually. It's very European of me. But it's oh like, my god, really? Yeah, I, yeah. And I prefer to eat late. I, I I just don't care. Like I'm not against savory what foods. Are you of course, I enjoy late, them. Though? like are you eating like hearty things late or yeah, are you, like a, like a you know like a like a. I don't know something from like trader J- like a chicken dish or something it's very boring it's very like mm. bland chewy, like not jewy but like bland diet yeah. it's like it's like an outward bound instructor yeah post gym boring food <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I, if sure. i'm gonna have calories at night i'd rather it be chocolate <laughs>
3: yeah yeah I, I i totally get that okay yeah. so my strain is not as as fun as yours but mine is just what i do when i get stoned which is my strain is YouTube Doc Hayes. Uh, and all I was thinking was that whenever I get high, I end up watching some of the darkest possible documentaries yeah. on YouTube, usually about plane
0: crashes. <laughs> and, and you often and, text me about dark things, which I enjoy very much. So I mm. appreciate I'm so you glad texted you me a video it. once. That was probably one of the funniest videos. I think I have ever seen <laughs> what in my I life the the um the interview with uh, Stephanie who, who was what was her name the killer she killed she
3: oh killed, oh oh Stephanie Lazarus yes Stephanie is, Lazarus famous interrogation um, there's yeah.
0: a there's a we'll po- we'll post it can we <laughs> yeah. I, can
3: I post the video yes please? of, course, of um, course well
0: because it has you laugh in the background I just want to ask but it um it it's it's he he texted it to me saying this is me at a Sadie Pine show and it's literally <laughs> this woman who murdered someone like 20 years earlier and she's doing the craziest faces like oh is that the way
2: the lady you you sent me recently
0: yes yes oh yeah what a face
3: uh, she's being interrogated and she's being accused of she's a cop so she knows what interrogations are like she's being accused of murdering (laughs) someone which by the way she did and she has the worst poker face anyone has ever seen and that's why it's like this (laughs) famous like millions of people watch this talk this interrogations uh no by the way alan that is that is my my face, uh, the, the video I sent you was my face when someone invites me to a non Sadie's Pines, oh. <laughs> Pines drag show. I have only, my only drag queen I care about in the world is Sadie Pines.
0: My favorite thing about Brent at a drag show is, he is the only person that as I make my way through the crowd, you know, doing <laughs> my thing, he will sit there with, a, with his dollar out and and he has a plate full of chicken wings, literally like a very <laughs> large portion of chicken wings, just very messy. And he's just it's, it's the most gluttonous, happy moment I've ever uh-huh. seen anybody exist, uh-huh. which I love. Well, we, oh we love God. your shows
3: and we love. going. Thank
0: you. I have one coming up in June. It's going to be an anti-pride show. You all should come. Nice. Um, can't there.
3: wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, my strain, I, I really thought about this long and hard because I. I'm not one of those hippy dippy people. You know what I mean? Like I'll use weed to like sleep and stuff. But like I, I would, I, again, like I said earlier, I'd rather be smoking a cigarette. Um, so uh, my strain is very much on brand with me. It's Barbara Streikush oh yeah right Uh, it's good it's just it's it would be barb i would be doing barbara it's barbara i mean she's jewish she's like queer it's just or she's queer to me it's just it's it's a perfect strain of of weed for me
3: that is that is a really good one now when you guys did smoke i know uh we aren't huge stoners here did you ever smoke from blunts or did you smoke from
0: bongs everything
3: Oh, oh! Did you all of the? Above. I could only do
2: bongs. Bongs?
0: bongs? Yeah. Have have you ever done like a water, but water bongs? an apple core.
3: No, I've never done it. I've never done, an apple I've done core. that.
0: I've done it from a can. I've done it from. I'm telling you, I come from trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done it. I've done it. There's so many things that people have made into bongs before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done it from everything.
3: How old were you when you first smoked weed? Thirteen. Oh, you were pretty. Good. Yeah, I guess I guess that was like, yeah,
0: I think it was 13. I was or like 14.
2: 13, 14. It was right around when yeah, I lost yeah. my virginity. And it I must I have been later. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What well, about you, Elliot? I think college probably like freshman year of. Co- yeah, probably like freshman year of college, maybe 18 or 19.
3: That's the first time you tried, as you call it, the ganja. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I did think <laughs> I, I never smoked insane. a bong. I think I think bongs are so I also went on a horrible date with a guy at his apartment and he kept ripping bong hits. And it was like, what is, what is up? What are you <laughs> doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are some yeah. times
0: that people like make being high, a lifestyle, which I, oh, no yeah. judgment, no judgment. Please no be judgment. high all the time, but also please allow me to judge you when you're in my presence, living that way, because you're annoying. You, for someone, <laughs> for someone on the outside, if you are this person, just know that from the outside, people do find you annoying, and you can uh, own that. You can own that. You can be in that world. I just find it to be so. Like sometimes it's just like, please, just if you can't read a Google Map properly, yeah, you, you really
3: should. Yeah, just chill out. Chill yeah. out a little bit. Just a
0: little bit.
3: I have a, I have a couple friends. One very good friend in particular who is high almost all the time and has been so for the last like 10 years and you would genuinely never know
2: oh wow wow yeah, Hi- yeah. high all the time
3: uh not high but like uh she will d- dabble in weed all day
0: do we know this huh? person?
3: yes you know this person oh,
0: we'll talk about that when we're done recording wow
3: and um. we're
2: done
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what would your, your aunt friends? say brent What would your Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show? I hate
3: Dr. Pepper.
2: Love
3: Mr. Pibb. (laughs) Which are, by the way, literally completely identical flavors in case you've ever had a Mr. Pibb. They are? I, I, I moved to Minnesota for my first year of college. And Mr. Pibb is for some reason really big there. It's everywhere. I cannot tell the difference between Mr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper. Wow! Yeah, huh. I- identical sodas. Sorry, huh. go ahead.
2: No interest. Uh, my aunt Joanne would say my strain of weed be my strain of weed would be called do the hora. I think it explains itself. <laughs> <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? I mean, yeah, Aunt Anne. For years, people used to think that
0: I was de- getting high all the time because I'd always say I'm getting the munchies, but really, I'm just a binge
2: eater. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty amazing. Uh, we love her family of benji <laughs> Well, happy if, happy four twenty, everybody. Uh, if you get the Light munchies, and you know, drink more can. <laughs> Just drink more can. Drink more can. I mm-hmm. love nom, you, nom. can. Drink it up, all of it. Thank you, sweet sponsors, and thanks for listening. I'm Elliot yes. Glazer.
0: I am Brent Sullivan. I am H Allen Scott.
3: And you can find us on social media at Instagram.com slash H Allen Scott or Sadie Pines, Instagram.com slash Brent Mr. Brent Sullivan or OnlyFans.com slash spread eagle for Elliot.
2: Gross.